Are you ready to businessify your art life? Well, you made it to the right podcast here with Starlight Artist Insights. I'm Kimberly, owner of Starlight Art Consultancy, and each week you'll get to know one of our partnered artists and hear from them discussing personal and the business side of art. Are you ready? Let's go. So, okay. So if you want to, we'll start. Um, if you want to just tell us your name and where you're from and what type of artwork you do. So uh, my name is Deepa Kushale and I live here in um, Dallas, Texas. Um, I do abstract expressionist art. And recently I have included uh, female figures as well in my work. Um, I've been shying away from doing that for a long time, but now I think, I think I have a lot of um, inspiration um, to do this. So. That's awesome. Um, so why were you shying away from it for a while? Well, it's, it's just the tab would come. So I still, you know, I'm still saying female body. I'm not saying nude. <laughs> you know? So I think it will take some time for me to get there. I think it's just the culture thing. I think, I don't know. Um, it's the way we were born and raised in India. And so I'm not just doing for the sake of it. There's a lot of story behind it and why it is coming, keep coming back, you know? Right. Um, and so, yeah. So it's not just pretty female body or nude, but it's it has a lot of story behind it, why it is happening. So I'm just more committed and more uh, free. <laughs> um, yeah. That's true. So you're, you're pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. I am. I'm pushing. Definitely. It is definitely coming out of my comfort zone. Um, because just verbally, like the other day, I was in another gallery, uh, the last gallery in McKinney. And I have like just small 12 by 12. You might have seen that painting. And it was hanging there. And some folks came, actually one of my artist friends said, oh, you know what, you're the only person who is doing nude picture painting. I'm like, what? what? Where did you see that? <laughs> and then he showed me and I'm like, oh, wow. I Trust me, Kim, I never even realized this, that I'm doing it. And I was like, uh-oh. Then uh, it was like reality hit me. It's funny, it's um, like coming out of your subconscious. Yeah, I'm like, I did that. And I was like, okay, I thought nobody would recognize that. It was not very obvious to me. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It, yeah. But that's the direction I'll be leading to. Um, so combination of uh, um, the femininity, the womanhood, uh, how nature brings me that meditative calm in my being mm -hmm. that uh so that will be that's my next um you know painting endeavors would be <laughs> that's wonderful i love that um i love that you're evolving and also you know open to it and that you recognize that it keeps coming back for a reason yes 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 um, yes did your, so you originally have a, is it architecture or landscaping background? Um, yeah, so I did my bachelor in architecture and then I did my master in landscape. Are you able to hear the cooking sound at the back? 
a little, but that's no big deal. <laughs> it's life, right? We have to cook. We have to do stuff. <laughs> Actually, my husband is helping me out, and I think it's time to close the gas. <laughs> Turn off the gas. So, uh, anyway, sorry, it was a little distracting. Um, that's okay. Yeah, so I did my bachelor in landscape, uh, sorry, architecture, and then master in landscape architecture from UG Arlington. Then I also did partial master in visual communication. Um, I always feel that I should have finished it. Uh, <laughs> but interestingly, I'm also in during the time when I was doing, I was not thinking that I would do painting or art like that as my second career. So um, now that I'm doing that, I was like, oh, I wish I had that <laughs> in my resume. <laughs> So I always put partial credits, something like that, you know. Do you feel that um, your abstract work like pulls from the um, the architecture landscaping um, experience you have? Absolutely, absolutely, it does. Like my architecture, uh, so, so in architecture, you know, you learn a lot of things. You learn technique, you learn building materials, space, design, colors, light, shade, a lot of things, but in real time, you know, and then you have to put it in your painting. Uh, so that's always been, I mean, that was my initial struggle because the way I see things is line and shapes. Right. And um, I started when I was in 17, I think, my first year of architecture, you know? So it was very early. So it that is my impression, you know, of, basic design of architecture mm -hmm. and then i was always interested in landscape like the way i would render my sheets or uh, more focused towards the outdoor than the inside more. <laughs> and so my professors also encouraged me to do an internship with, our, with another landscape architecture firm and that gave me a boost so that's how i came here to you know study further um, I find that so interesting because, you know, landscape architecture, there's so much nature in that. And that's such a connection to being an artist is yeah. you're usually inspired by the things around you and the nature that you're in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so you had this other career and then you went into, you know, a more artwork. Um, how did you feel when you made your first art sale? Well, it was like, okay. Uh, you know, that means these things also sell. Mm -hmm. I wasn't planning on selling. It was an, another outlet for me, a creative outlet. Uh, because in landscape, even though this sounds so creative feel, and it is, you know, don't get me wrong, it's, it's really creative. But at the end, you get down to the cookie cutter designs. Right. You know, and uh, really you get chance at least for me the profile I have right now I'm not doing as creative work in market in landscape as I would love to right so even though the designs are pretty it doesn't get executed somehow right so um, for me this was very liberating you know I wasn't worried about sales I wasn't worried I was like oh whatever you know this <laughs> is just for me I want to say something. I want it to be out of my industry. <laughs> so um, I think that's how I, I feel that's the reason I started painting actually, because of uh, I wasn't getting as 
creative, mm -hmm. um, you know, channeling. I was unable to channel my creativity. And that's where I was, uh, I think the art helped me that way. That's beautiful. To channel my creativity. So, <laughs> but yeah, the, sorry, your question was like, yeah, I was, I was thrilled. I said, okay, the, this is a business. So it, it just happened. It's an own natural way, I would say. Um, I'm still not as this thing about sale. I'm getting there. Like, okay, if it sells, great. But I also noticed that when you put that effort, it does sale. Right. So the more it sells, the more less space I, it will be, you know, <laughs> occupying in my house. So um, that's another. <laughs> um, what advice would you give artists to, or maybe they do have another career and they've been using art as an outlet and they want to make a shift into selling their artwork? I would say, um, like, don't worry about your mistakes, um, like making mistakes. And um, we often fall into the trap in, oh, this is selling, this is we should do. Um, and some artists will disagree as well with me, uh, but I really feel that the self-reflection, that what is the motivation behind it? Um, especially in my case, because maybe I have another source of income. Right. Uh, I understand where that comes from. And I do think what is selling, what colors are selling or all that. But then ultimately is what is the driving source behind all this you're doing? You know, otherwise, go and do a desk job. What's the point? You, know? <laughs> you might, we might make more money. <laughs> um, so yeah, don't worry about making mistakes and always self-reflect your motivation behind what what is happening. I love that. I feel like too often we get caught up with, is it perfect enough? Is it the right price? Is it the right size? Like as artists, and I think that's great to like think about your intention for everything that you're doing and just put it out there. It doesn't have to be perfect. Absolutely. And I, so even though I'm saying some nice things, but I do get into that. <laughs> so don't, don't think, oh, I'm just like in Zen all the time. No, I do get in that trap. But I always comes back to sit and self-reflect. And my husband is a very uh, solid person. And he always like gives, you know, the right advice in the right time. So even if I'm going here or there, he always comes like, why are you doing this? Why you're not focusing on your other if you just want to make money? I mean, this is important, but the driving force, what you have to say. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. I love that. Um, so, of course, this year has been a crazy year. 2020 yeah. has been something for everyone has affected them. Um, what has been your biggest takeaways for this year? So um, I would say we undoubtedly, you know, all still presented with an immense challenge and it has grounded me in, um, in many ways. So I definitely see it as an opportunity for reflection and growth. So my biggest takeaway from all this has been take absolutely nothing for granted. And as grateful as I already was, and there were clearly areas of my life that I could be, <laughs> I could still uh, appreciate enough 
I mean, I didn't appreciate enough. And so looking back, I'm sure many of us regret not going into the numerous experience with greater appreciation. So changing that mindset moving forward, um, truly take the time to appreciate what you have in the moment and pour all your heart into experience while you still have that opportunity to do that. So more so treat, treat yourself and with compassion and love and whatever is happening in your daily lives and do all that to spread the compassion, love, positivity, and, and truly empathize with the folks who are struggling and, the, and to extend your love, you know, in whatever way. So I do community outreach and I'm, I'm <clears throat> connected to various uh, organizations. Some are art related, some are totally different, like mental health or um, uh, with kids. Um, so finally, more important is to take really things as it comes and to take time to really love and appreciate things around you. And especially the health care workers, you know, who are risking their life to be on the front line on this crisis and uh, teachers and social staff, uh, hats off to them. Um, some of my friends, my very close friends are doctors and teachers. So I, I really exactly know what's happening and it's very scary. Um, and family members who are adjusting to completely new lifestyle and schedule as a result of state at home orders, you know, like my, um, I don't have a kid yet, so I completely sympathize and understand with the, uh, with the folks who have, they have to really jumble between the work and um, home life. There's no separate, I think, <laughs> separation. Right, everything's all one for everyone right now. Yeah, so in short, I would say to sum up, I think it's, is to just sit down and take this as reflection and growth and to uh, really appreciate what you have. Um, that's been my biggest area and I'm still learning. <laughs> I love that. I think that's to have so much, you know, compassion and empathy for everyone this year. I think everyone has been affected somehow um, by the year. So I think that's beautiful to take into like, 2021. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so thank you so much for doing this. And where can our listeners connect with you? Besides seeing your artwork on Starlight Art Consultancy, um, how else can we get a, a hold of you? Well, obviously to you, one option. <laughs> and another is I'm, uh, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. So my Instagram handle is Deepa, D-E-E-P-A underscore Koshale. Uh, K-O-S-H-A-L-E-Y underscore art, A-R-T. Um, and I'm very, I mean, I, I respond pretty much 24 hours. And you can see my art processes, what's happening in my stories and uh, on my post. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you doing this. I know this is uh, something new, but I always feel so energized when I talk to all the artists. So I was like, why not kind of take a snippet of that and share it with everyone else? <laughs> no, definitely. And I really appreciate you because um, I've been thinking about doing something on Instagram live. <clears throat> so when you, when you said that, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is it. 
<laughs> awesome. Well, I get a little nervous about interviews and stuff like that, saying things. Uh, who oh, knows where I go, you know? And I, <laughs> I was like, I did another one the other day, and the artist was like, I'm really nervous. This is my first time doing this. And I was like, me too. We can be nervous together. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I, I'm just going to go with it. No, no, these are great questions, and I hope, um, you know, people who are listening to this would be listening to this, uh, will take some, uh, something out of this, so. Thank you. I'm sure they will. It's always wonderful to get to know the artist more, so, um, so thank you, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week, and I'll connect with you through email to uh, let you know when all of this is out in the world. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. Your time is the most valuable thing, and I'm so grateful you spent it with us. If you felt this was helpful, I would appreciate it so much if you could share this with someone you feel would love it too. Thank you.